color in my world. I need color in my world. I love color. It's what adds a whole other element to a picture, the big picture. Growing up, I was exposed to a specific spectrum. It's what I knew. It's how I saw what I lived in until I was able to explore, to seek, and to find on my own. Corey, on the other hand, experienced life with a lack of color. Life for him was black and white. Growing up, he had an extra class when he was in elementary school, a class that was not offered by our education system. He was taught how to speak to stand out from his people and blend in with others in hopes to be accepted. His speech would have to be clear and expressive enough because using his arms and hands could be seen as aggression and a threat to cause physical harm. Ironically, that could only go so far. His color was a threat. It red flagged him as a potential thief when we would walk into certain stores. It was because of those moments I learned the color of humility and silence because sometimes you had to lose a battle or two to actually win. One night, Corey was pulled over and guns from a dozen cops were drawn on him because he fit the profile for someone who just did a robbery. That profile was black male. So here's what I explored. A glimpse of life from the perspective of a man that lives in a country that allows for racism and actions based on that belief. I explored the fact that it is possible to have faith despite what is right in front of us and what surrounds us. I have explored the fact that we choose to look up because the colors have already been laid out before the foundations of this world. I sought truth. I sought a freedom that man did not have the right, the power, or the ability to give me. I sought love with a man to color my world with a strength that goes deep, a heart big enough to commit to not just me but my children, a mind wise enough to lean not unto his own understanding. Through Corey, my husband, I found color of the whole spectrum. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. Every day. Hi, everybody. Want to welcome you to Take the Elevator, our first podcast. My name is Jen the Builder. And I'm just really excited about this moment. Very first one. It's kind of nerve-wracking. I'm going to be honest with you guys. We had a whole lineup. And because of everything that's going on in the world today, we didn't want to ignore it or just keep going and not be flexible for the change that's going on. That's a big part of who I am and who my husband is. And we believe that... There are moments for silence and there are moments to use your voice. And when you don't use your voice, when it's the right time, that in itself can speak volumes and it speaks louder than anything could ever be said. So in the studio today and take the elevator, our first elevator ride is with Corey. And you just heard uh, my written word on coloring my world. And this is the gentleman that I'm speaking of. Hi, Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator. Hello. So glad to be here. 
I'm glad you're here. I, I I get real nervous when it's you. I know. It's like the first <laughs> date. I don't know why that is. And we've done a lot of stuff together where we talk side by side. We've been to different venues, different events. Well, I'm a pretty hot guy, so I know, yeah. you know. Sorry you to- are. <laughs> you are. And I'm going to start saying that you might have to wear that wedding ring. Uh, yeah. d- yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why are we starting with you? For Take the Elevator, why did we totally shift what our plans were? Well, I think the temperature of our society now is scary. Um, We're living in times that should be very different at this point. Um, Knowing the history of this country and understanding that things should be different. They should be changed by now, but they're not. As a matter of fact... In many cases, they're much worse. I dare to say that we live in an awful place and a terrible world where we're dealing with some things that just shouldn't be. I mean, we're talking about pedophilia on one level to hatred on another level to poverty. And we're in America. And what's happened in the last month or so, two months, three months, has just been magnified because we have video cameras and cell phones and people are are very adamant about putting their message and their story out for the world to see on the World Wide Web. And that's what's even more shocking to me. And I'm going to make this quick because when you talk about the World Wide Web, that's what that WW W stands for that means your message can go around the world in seconds yeah and everyone on this planet is aware of that so if i'm being videotaped or recorded i know my message can literally reach around the world in seconds so i'm extra cautious on what i say extra cautious on what i do who i confront and how i confront them but you have a world of people who just don't care who sees it and how fast they see it. Right. And that's a scary situation. Well, I think too, right. Most of what we see is they put it out there and it's about the number of followers, the number of views. And we're not cognizant of how this is going to change the world in a, in a positive way, in a, in a negative way or what the messaging is that we're really putting out there. True. Absolutely. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Corey, because this is the World Wide Web right now, what we're putting out there, and I just want to say this is not scripted. Corey and I are very about the um, organic feel to a conversation. We've been married for quite some years, so we've had conversations, some very light, some deep. And so we really don't know where today's going. We know how important it is because it's our first podcast. This is either going to make us or break us if you want to look at it that way. But we really want to portray who we are as a people. And that's wanting to connect, wanting to speak truth and letting that speak for itself with no gimmicks, no pre-planned stuff, not about a number of viewers, not about a number of downloads, but truly about substance and what matters in our world. So, Corey, you are black, and I am not. And so we've got the mixed 
racist thing going on. Um, we come from different walks of life. And I think what I'd like to share with the listeners on Take the Elevator, because Take the Elevator is about elevating people. So I'd like to know, Corey, in the middle of all this and being who you are, how are you hoping what you're about to share is going to elevate people? Well, I'm, what I'm hoping for, well, let's start at the beginning. First of all, my name is Corey Body, mm-hmm. and um, I've been married to Genevieve for, what, what, what are we going on, 14 years? Yeah. 14 years. And um, as she stated, and, and I, I, I don't usually use this word uh, black uh, or African-American very often. I do that for the people that aren't aware of what to call you. Uh, I, I do like to say a person of color. Mm. Um, using that term is more comfortable for me because black is, is without color. Um, in other languages, it means other things. And we can go into that uh, a little bit later. But what I want people to know is, is simply this. Uh, I love words and I love the definition of words. I love the fact that we can trace the origins and the roots of words to know what they really mean and get the definition of those origins and roots so that you don't convolute or mistake saying one thing for another thing and insult someone or hurt someone's feelings or discriminate or disrespect them. That, that's what I'm made up of at this point. And so I love knowledge. I love learning. I love elevating and I love looking up to see where I'm going and how I'm getting there. Well, and so we want to impart the same to people who are tuning in and the, you know, I, I'm very drawn to stories cause it, helps me know where you are at in life and what you've experienced. And typically our setup, again, we're going against the grain here on what the original design was, was to go through a lifeline. I think, Corey, it's more relevant today if we talk about where you're at today with everything as a person of color. What What is the temperature out there on social media, on the World Wide Web? The temperature is boiling hot and it's very dangerous and it's scary for me. Um, and I say that for me because I actually know where we stand and, and I've gone back. And let me just tell you what, what I woke up doing this morning. I, I looked up a word, just a random word, and I wanted to see what this word meant years ago opposed to what it means today. And so I looked up the word American in the 1828 Webster's Dictionary. An American is a noun, and it says a native of America originally applied to the aboriginals or coppered color races found here mm. by the Europeans, but now applied to the descendants of Europeans born in America. Wow. I didn't. That's deep. Very deep. Yeah. And so when you when you find yourself finding out things like this, what happens is it takes you on a bit of a journey and that journey can be a hell of a roller coaster. Uh, Many ups, many downs, many twists and loops. My question to the world and to people who are listening to this is when did any life stop mattering? Mm. 
I hear the chants of Black Lives Matter, but what individual, what person or persons or thing decided that any life didn't matter? When you talk about creation, be it uh, your belief that the Big Bang Theory, be it your belief that uh, there's a most high God that created the heavens and the earth, which happens to be my belief system. At what point did something, someone or some individual say this life doesn't matter, but this one does. So we're going to deem this the act to do to get rid of it or to hurt it or put it down. And when you ask those kind of questions about life in itself, you'll realize how dangerously close to the edge we've gotten ourselves without thinking about how fast this car is out of it's going and out of control. Right. I don't want to make this a religious thing. That's something that I pretty much vowed to not do, but I do want to ask some questions that I think people might be asking. You shared with us your belief system about the creator being the almighty God. And one could say that he started picking and choosing what lives mattered based on sickness happening, murders. Believing in God, isn't he the one that's ultimately in control? Oh, that's a slippery slope and you know it is. I know it. Um, Is he ultimately in control? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say ultimately we are in control of what we do, what we say, how we do it. We set things in motion. We stop things from progressing forward. We decide who should run the country and who should not. We also decide who runs our households and who does not. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, you're in control. You're in control of your every move. Now, you can have a belief system that allows God to direct your path, which he'll lay the path before you. But we're we're choosing on a regular basis not to get on that path and not to follow what he's asking us to do. And so... uh, Without getting too deep into that ideology, um, you're in control. Right. Well said. Thank you. Yeah, we have our own will, our own self-control, all of that. So I'm going to move on to the next question and, and open up this conversation. I think some people just like to know. I like to know. I think every day, Gore, I'm looking at you like, where where's my husband's mindset? with what he's seeing on the news or what, you know, current events have taken place. What's your mindset today about what's going on? It's tough. Um, I see, excuse me. I see the world in a, I see the world in, in a basket, so to speak. And just try, try to picture this. Okay. We're all in this big basket and we're all trying to make it out of the basket, not knowing what's out there to get out of the basket for. And every time we just about succeed in getting out of this basket, one of us pulls the other one in and that's called the crab in the bucket mentality. Mm. And so what, what I'm seeing is no matter what race, no matter what creed, no matter what nature you may be of, understand that you're in this basket. You're in this bucket. We got to make the best of this bucket while we're in it. 
mm-hmm. because we don't know how long we got to be in this bucket. And so it saddens my heart. And when I'm looking at the TV, when I'm looking at, at news uh, media and all these things, I'm, I'm just, as they say, taken aback because I'm trying to figure out when we're going to wake up as, as a human race. Yeah. As, as, as a society, when will we wake up and realize that we kind of need each other to get out of this basket? And if we would help one another, we might make it out pretty good. But as long as we're destroying one another and hurting one another, I mean, let, let's be honest real quick. Yeah. We're not dealing with just racist or racism. We're not just dealing with COVID-19. We're not just dealing with our money currency being up in arms. We're not just dealing with wars around the world. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with so many battles and so many wars on so many different fronts. Who can keep track? Who can follow what to do, what not to do? Who to trust, who not to trust, who to put our, our faith in and, and, and what companies to buy from and support, which brings me to my next point. Mm Mm-hmm. You got companies saying absolutely nothing about right. what's going on in our society. And then you have other companies who are just taking it to the next level. And when I say the next level, I'm not talking about just making mention of it. They're going above and beyond to let you know we yes. know what's happening. Yeah. We are not standing in alignment with that. And we care enough to allow you to read and see and hear where we stand. Which is amazing because that has not happened in the past. In the past, right? That's something that's happening right now, and 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 I could name a few of them, and I don't know if I'm at liberty to do so, so I won't. But it just it just really rocked my world to see one of the major book handlers, and I'll yeah. say it like that: the major book handler take a stand and say, "I got your back." Right. And we actually went to that store yesterday because just recently stores opened up. And this was a store that we've been craving to go visit. Absolutely. And it was so good to see what was posted on their website. And we are so okay with spending our money for these companies that are using their voices that are thinking straight and communicating that to the world with no shame. Like we, you know, they're not straddling the fence. No. And that, and that's a beautiful thing to see. And so I think what we can do is on our website, we can maybe add some links, not sure, but I think too, it's important you guys that are listening that we put our money into companies that are about the people, truly about the people and doing what's right and what's good for the human race. And guys, all the people, not just one group, not just, you know, another group, but the, the, the companies that are concerned about life, period, mankind, period. Mm-hmm. And, and once you understand that, then it's not so hard to go out and invest or, or, or say I'm going to spend my money at this particular place yeah. because I know that they uh, care about all people. Yeah. Wanted to share some of the, well, one thing that we saw yesterday as we were out and about Uh, We were in line to get my coffee, and then we heard a bunch of honking. You know what I'm talking about. And I thought, I didn't see any protesters or anything like that in the corner. So as soon as we got the coffee, we drove around. And right there at the corner, 
of pretty much major street where we live, you saw a family of color. I would assume a mom, dad, and two daughters. And do you remember what their sign said? I don't. Uh, and I, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even read the sign thoroughly. Okay. I just seen the family and yes. I seen what they were trying to do in yeah. support of uh, the recent um, horrific situations that's going to, going on. And, and all I could do, my heart just went out to that family again, uh, the Floyd family, and then to the family mm-hmm. that had the, the nerve and the, the boldness to go out with their two young daughters. And these weren't no. uh, teenagers. Toddler, toddler and not even maybe preschooler. Right. And what their sign said was honk if our lives matter. And it's back to what you said. It's not about color. It's not about, you know, what we've made it to be. It's just life in general. Right. And so there's these two kids who are wanting a honk, a sign of love and recognition. Not even recognition, just people stating your life matters. Right. No matter what. Black, white, whatever it is, age, nothing. It's just that life matters. And... I thought that was pretty important. And it was just so cool because there were so many honks and you see the little girls and their faces lit up and their parents just really happy that their community partnered with them in getting this messaging to their kids that they matter. Right. And, and I'm just, I'm very excited to know that um, this is just phase one, knowing that a life matters, which should be very elementary. Right. is is very much so phase one. I'm hoping that once we progress past that, we can understand um, what the life matters for mm, the purpose the purpose yes and 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 that's very key because we talk about purpose all the time and without yeah, a do. purpose a people will perish mm. and so i'm anxious to get to that purpose portion of life mattering i love that so our our statement today the biggest takeaway it's two simple words and that's life matters life matters yeah it does and so our next time that we have you on here we're going to talk about the purpose and the reason for a life mattering yeah it's so simple but it's we've just missed the whole point somehow (laughs) yeah and that's that's it's funny ironic and funny strange all at the same time yeah so Corey, as i exit our podcast for today i'm gonna um play take the elevator's song that was written just for this by you hey hey (laughs) so just want to say thank you and i hope you guys enjoyed this first session of our podcast take the elevator i know i did me too every day